Welcome back to Burning Metal. This is your host and Forge Master, G Metal. We're about to put this hot forge on. It's gonna be fire. You're gonna love it. And we're gonna be talking about why fiction is better than non-fiction. Are you ready to burn this metal? Let's start the forge. Alright guys, we live in a crazy world. A world where we can't determine everything that we control and consume. But what we can do is something really, really intriguing. It's telling stories. Humans have told stories their entire time. Cavemen have drawings. People who didn't learn how to read and write told stories to pass through the generations. Stories of fiction tell so much about what society actually goes through and what we can go through. It's an amazing thing. The most metal feeling is knowing there's a story in your family that has been around since the dawn of time, since they could remember. Fictional stories will always hold a higher place in G Metal's heart only because there is more truth in fiction than there will ever be well, in non-fiction, of course. And I'm going to tell you why that is. Let's cool the blade. School is a dangerous thing and a beautiful thing. Why is it dangerous and beautiful? One, because if you don't go to a good school, your education is bad. You are not getting the nuances of the world and how it was at those times when you take a history class, right? I studied in Florida, where it doesn't have the greatest education. I had a good education, though, don't get me wrong. But elementary school, I went to a public school, had its own ups and downs for me, of course. But one of the major things that I remember growing up was the history lessons they tried to tell us and how everything happened. I was once told that World War II just happened randomly, right? Just in a random vacuum of time and space, no one expected violence from the Germans, or anyone else for that matter. There was nothing leading up to that. It was this peaceful paradise of the world that after World War I, everyone thought everyone was happy. Go figure, you learn actually what happens, and you find out, that the people who beat the Germans the First World War took advantage of them, pillaged their country, their economics, and left them broke with no food and pretty much no real government. The government was struggling to maintain a strong power. Because of all this, people who were oppressed and felt oppressed by other countries now rose against what is deemed the peaceful times. That is why one of the major, major reasons nonfiction isn't always correct. Because we want to see what we only want to see in the nonfiction. Because we need to believe that our side is the good side and not the other way around. Or, on the other hand, we need to believe the monsters we do find monsters are in fact the monsters in our own head, right? We don't know if any of these non-fictions are absolutely true. In fact, history is nearly impossible to record on the basis that 
only winners get to record history. And that's the scary part of nonfiction. Time to grind. So now that we're grinding up all these opinions we have on this topic, here's a big opinion. Fiction is more accurate than nonfiction. Hear me out on this before anyone says anything too crazy. That I'm wrong or this or that. Just listen to me on this, okay? Fiction is the ideas that we all love and cherish. Values, belief systems, all these things that really does push mankind. It's a simple fact that we do love these values and that this is how we really think and feel. The Greeks, you didn't need to tell the story from the Greeks' point of view in a non-fiction setting because you read the Greek mythologies, the stories they told of the gods, of the demigods, of the heroes, of anyone who did anything of note was immortalized in a legend, right? Now, the, the actual feat wasn't exactly that, but the outcome was, in fact, the outcome of what actually would have happened, right? Or what actually happened, just in a bigger degree. Why do we do it in these formats in comparison to... Why do they do it in these formats, right? You might be wondering, why does that matter? One, I really do believe, as children, we grow up to learn about this and that, and if it's real, if it's not real. But children always see values over actual complex ideas. The values we are taught as children helps us form our complex ideas later on in life. And that is what makes everything all this metal, right? This whole thing becomes metal because we want to be the heroes. We don't want to be the bad guys. You know, Gene Metal doesn't want to be a bad guy in his own story. He wants to be the hero. But in his story of nonfiction versus a fiction, you could tell whose values hold what and where they stand. In nonfiction, you're putting everything against the other person and saying it is absolutely the fact that this is what you went through perfectly, right? And then people have to take that and say, well, if I believe this, that means the other person must be wrong. But with fiction, it's more of a play on, this is what I believe happens. This is how I believe that other people treated me. This is how I reacted towards that action. My values stem from that. Now, good writing could also sway biases. But everyone knows fiction is biased. But everyone can read between the lines of a fiction. But you're not supposed to read the lines of non-fiction. You're supposed to take it at its face value. And that is the danger of non-fiction. It's, you're supposed to take it exactly at its face value. If someone says they fought a dragon in a non-fiction book, you're supposed to believe them 100%. Do you really believe someone fought a dragon in World War II? Probably not. The point is... In fiction, you can do anything. You can tell a story in any way. In, in fiction, you can also frame it so that everything that happened matches exactly how you felt of the situation and people can read into it. People can tell if they believe in your values or not and not threaten something that you hold so dear. There is a quote from C.S. Lewis that goes along the lines of, 
since it is likely that children will meet cruel enemies. Let them have heard the stories of brave knights and heroic courage. And in my eyes, that makes a lot of sense. Show the values that you can have as a hero or a person with courage to move forward in life. And then they will be able to make the appropriate decisions on how something is right or wrong. But if something is trying to tell you this is what happens and this is right, then that's what it comes with all the world problems we currently have today. People who believing that American can do no wrong. People believing that their family can do no wrong to someone else. That's not the metal part of life, man. Metal part of life is taking what happens, molding it, finding out what's wrong, finding out what's right, and putting it together again just so you know how to improve yourself and everyone around you, man. It's a great thing to know the differences between everything. End of the day, you gotta be you. You gotta be the most metal you could be, and you can't do it based off a lie. Lies only make false foundations. Like, let's be honest, man. Even though fiction is fake, it's more real than nonfiction most of the time. Because you get to see what people truly believe than what they don't believe. Less testifiers. Let's put some facts out there, right? Let's put some hard, pretty much, you can prove it to be right throughout history facts here. Now, throughout history, knowledge of someone else's uh, religion, beliefs, anything like that, right? That, my friend, has never been 100% converted over to someone else. There's many reasons why, but one of them being is you just don't believe in their system. Or their beliefs. Right? You don't believe in it. What? You believe in one, two bits of it? Then you, the rest of it you discard. And there's not that burning passion to move these things. Let's get this straight. We move off passion as a society. We move off passion, belief, a great sense of justice. And if someone else doesn't believe in our sense of justice, we burn them. And that, my friend is where we get into the juicy stuff. So, if history is supposed to be a non-biased, right, all-knowing topic that we're just supposed to read into as fact, 90% fact, 80% fact, whatever you believe, right, then what is it if someone doesn't want you to know the other person's history? Not many rulers in history have ever kept knowledge of all the people they've conquered, or their belief systems, or anything in that sense, right? Fiction is the only way any of this stuff really does survive. Greek mythology, considered fiction now, used to be a belief system, used to be a way of life for people. It still technically is a way of life for people. North mythology, same thing, religion, beliefs, but now it carries over as stories so now others can read it in such ways. And so is any myth that you've ever read based off some, someone else's culture is a way that it carries on through life. Some of these stories are like thousands of years old. They're great stories. They tell the story of what civilization was like back then. 
right? The writers made sure to tell you what was really happening back then in comparison to if we write it now, could we get that feeling? The answer isn't always yes, because we don't live that life. So the crazy stuff is, historically speaking, we would never be 100% accurate. We may never even be 60% accurate. We don't have actual text. We, we were never able to read everyone's language. The fact that fiction allows us to peek into someone else's society gives us more information sometimes than someone's assumptions based off what they believe happened thousands of years ago that we've never been in. But scholars of their time period who wrote a story and their story reflects the people's opinion and faith is a stronger way to view the historical lens of someone else. And it is proven by signs that people do not have the greatest recollection of exact moments in times of history. In fact, they're considered very bad. That testimony is very hard to put in court now, and it's very, very difficult. So the whole process for testimony is that it's not just walk in, tell your testimony, and walk out. That it's just a difficult task now. You have to make sure everyone's telling the truth. You have to be able to read between the lines of everyone's testimony. It's a science on all on its own. And it was like I said in the beginning. Children don't always learn from something that is nonfiction too often. You can't expect a child to capture the nuances of something without teaching the values of said nuances. Nuances are only ever learned through experiences and learning values. One does not just learn people can be good and bad. You must learn that fact for yourself through the lessons of, I don't know, movies, video games, anime, manga, whatever you study, or your parents, or life experiences. But the point is, you eventually learn them through means that you eventually apply to real life. At least that's me, of course. You may have learned differently. Forger's Last Stand Fiction, to me, has always been the better route than nonfiction. Nonfiction is a biased view of what someone wants to take a view on. And not only is it just a biased view... But it's a bias view that you're supposed to accept because that is what is happening, right? Nonfiction is supposed to tell you exactly what's happening in the world. From a personal point of view, yeah. You ever do a history paper in high school and college? Those are the point of views you take. History is never 100%. And you could tell because a lot of inconsistencies come up. People are hiding stuff. People don't know certain things happened in life. People can just guess, right, of motives and actions. At the end of the day, you will never truly understand both sides without learning their fiction and your fiction. Fiction is the mind, the heart, the soul of a society. Point of views are important, and I believe that fiction... And nonfiction have points of views, but fiction encourages you to view it, study it, read between the lines, and regular 
historians, everyone reads it as they want to perceive it. Yes, it is a way to say, well, this is what the story was trying to tell me. Generally speaking, most people get the message. But I was taught many things that isn't true. Even now, learn history about the Native Americans in school. You don't really get much. You don't know why certain things happen. You don't understand the inner workings of why the Native Americans were so mistreated back in the day. You would just understand that America didn't like them. And that's all. Same thing with any history. Alexander the Great was one of the few leaders who cherished other people's culture, put it in a library to be preserved, and so on and so forth. And that's just not what happens, generally speaking. Things happen, and people are good and people are bad. There is never just good and bad by itself. There is always a nuance, and before you can teach nuance to anyone or anything, you must first teach fiction to teach values. Values that anyone can get behind. You can get behind anyone's one value and understand the rest of their history, then read a nonfiction book because you know this person was against you in a war. And you just, fiction allows you to take yourself out of the situation, view it from a point of view that you've never thought of. And that is the beauty of fiction. Nonfiction forces you to believe everything you believe and to put your beliefs to the test against this piece of work. And that is the problem. Can you take your biases out of things? Fiction encourages it. Nonfiction requires you to believe what you are currently reading. Final burn. Okay, guys. Fiction to me is one of the best things ever created. Because... It tells so much about society. It tells so much about you as a person. You who loves what you love because that's who you are, partially. Ideas will always live. Ideas will always live through you, guys. Ideas will always flow, and that is a part of your value system. Value system should always be cherished because that, as a person, is what one of the things that defines you. So... When I say fiction is better than non-fiction, it's only because it is the measure of a man more so than the idea of what currently happened. Anyone can write a non-fiction book and make claims that they were there and they did this and they did that. But that doesn't tell you anything about the person. Their acts in there are their glorified acts. That's all it says. All their acts is their acts in their eyes. And at the end of the day, that doesn't tell you a lot about people because people tend to manipulate their own truths. Fiction is the window to a man's soul. And I think that is the best lesson from fiction. Guys, this is Gene Metal. Thanks for listening to the podcast. This is uh, one of my favorites, actually, because this is uh, more to the core of what I believe in. And I just enjoy every second of this. And if you enjoy this, Go to the link below. There's going to be all my socials. Tell me what you want to hear me say. And guys, remember, always be metal.